What's up, honey? Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonato, here with my co-host, Steve Anderson, and we have a very special guest tonight. We're honored to have Ali Villanueva uh, join us for the Black Knight Nation podcast. Ali, thanks for joining. Thanks for coming on tonight. Sure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, Steve. Take it away, man. This is this is one this is one of your your uh, your brothers. So yeah, man. Me and Ali go back to being uh being captains together on the team. And Ali, did you get a chance to watch the game on Saturday? I did. I watched. I watched a little bit of it. I watched the the second half. I think. Oh yeah, the bad half. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Ali. Um, you know, this is. This part of the podcast, thanks for coming on, man. It's just kind of, um, I know you've told your story quite a bit, but, um, you know, it's it's always interesting to hear how you ended up at West Point and where you started. So if you could go kind of what what brought you to West Point and, and where you were at, uh, I always thought it, thought it's interesting that, you know, you were across the ocean when um, this kind of all took place. And just kind of tell us what, what brought you to, what lured you to West Point. Oh yeah, for sure. So I was, I was, uh, I grew up in, uh, in Europe in Spain and, uh, my dad one year said we moved to Belgium, which to me was, you know, still within the European union. Uh, but obviously a very different country and we were going to go to an American high school. And so at this American high school, they offered, uh, you know, an American experience. So you had your own locker, you had classrooms and you had to rotate through the classrooms and, you had homecoming and prom and all that stuff. And, uh, and football was one of the sports that they offered. And, and, and when I, um, when I got to the school, I got to go, I got to know somebody very well. Who's my best friend in life. Uh, Joe Putman, who's a cadet, I played army football as well. And, um, and he told me to play, you know, just, just, just so I could get to know people. And we started playing. I liked the sport and, you know, we played in a park. And we travel across all the cities in 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 Europe where they have bases. So we go to Hanau and Ramstein and Aviano and Siganella and all the other places that uh, they had service kids uh, don't want to play football as well. And so when I started playing in this league, then uh, because there were so many Army football players or Army or, or West Point grads in these bases, then the idea of going to one of the academies. Uh, it started floating in my head just because the teachers would mention it and the, the parents and whatnot. And, uh, and that was the only college football program I, I thought that existed, you know, and, and I thought I had no idea whether it was a good program, bad program, whether there were other conferences like the SEC that were, you know, bigger in size or whatnot. You know, when I would watch a pamphlet of Army football, which is the only thing that I knew. And I would see the Army Navy game. It was completely packed with the Blue Angels flying over the top. I said, "Wow, this is crazy. This this has to be like the top of the top." And so uh, I, uh, I I I tried to go to the Naval Academy or the uh, uh, Military Academy on visits unannounced. And I went to the Naval Academy, and it was actually right after Army uh, Army Navy. And, and and some of the coaches uh, that attended me were just confused that somebody would just show up and say, "I want to play Army." I already started the process of applying to the Naval Academy and the uh, Military Academy. Uh, I already got my uh, appointment with the congressman and everything. And, uh, and I want to play, I want to play football, you know, for your program. So the, the coaches were a little stunned at Navy. And then they said, no, this, this takes a long time. You just can't show up like this. We need to watch your film, blah, 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 blah. But at Army, they were a lot more welcoming and they were a lot friendlier. And, and, and they had, 
I saw Stan Brock, who's a, an NFL player uh, who's coaching an army, and, and and I got a chance to meet him in a staff meeting room, and, and so it was it was a lot more interactive, and it was a lot a lot a lot of a cooler experience. And you know, for me, I also felt that army was desperate for almost anything because they were on such a uh, tough place, you know, just just in football in general, you know, and so. They made me feel a lot more welcome. They asked me, you know, I asked if I could spend the night at the academy with somebody just to spend one night just to see what it was like. And so they gave me that chance right away. They said, hell yeah, you can go right now. You can go spend, you know, whatever nights you want. And I got a chance to meet an Army football player, uh, Dominic Sonato, who was, who, who first gave me a dip. And so I dipped for the first time. And, and, uh, <laughs> And we spent and we spend the evening watching Iraq videos on his laptop, and I mean that was my experience. You know what I mean? That was nothing but talking about Ranger Regiment, talking about all the infantry units, talking about Ranger School, talking about you know the different conflict areas. That's how I spent my. And as soon as I had that experience, I said, this is for sure. I, like I cannot, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to come back and, and go to the to the military academy. And so that's how I got to West Point. And then the football team thing sort of kind of happened. Uh, as a, uh, you know, you already got into the academy by yourself. We'll make you a walk-on, so you know, so we don't have to waste it. So I was, I wasn't basically recruited by anybody. I just applied to myself, and then they, they allowed me to go into the football team. And one day, one of the coaches said, "You're gonna start playing DN." That was it. And then after that, you know, I, I completely forgot about football. Then I was just immersed in the academy and academy life. You know, the the schedule, your friends, roommates, the culture. Uh, eating food. How do I get out? How do I how do I get past? How do I get out of this place? You know, all that that, that lifestyle, and and football sort of took a, a back seat. But every every year, you, you know, you would have to go through either Buckner or Beast, and they were just you know these grueling experiences. And uh, yeah, I remember, I remember saying, you know, football will be you know wh- whatever it is, but nothing will come out of it until Mike Vitti took me out. And during training camp one year, and said you're a lot better than than, than what you're proving right now. Your your European softness is not is not how we do the sport. And then <laughs> from that day on, from that from that day on, I started working really hard, and I I took the the, the game of football very seriously, and and you know I got to play two different positions, which is really cool because it allowed me to even get to know the sport a little. A little further with the different personalities of a wide receiver, tackle, defensive end, and whatnot. So Army football for me was an unbelievable experience. That's how I got to play the game. And then five years after I graduated, then the the NFL opportunity came up. But uh, yeah, Army football was awesome. And, and, yeah, and to me, the brotherhood and all that stuff was crazy. Yeah, we spent the majority of our time at West Point together. You know, same team. End up being captains together. Uh, we're actually you're actually younger than me, Ali, but you graduated before me because I yeah I, I I did not get a chance to go into myself. I I needed that <laughs> I needed that film to get me into the academy. Um, so and a lot of people you know don't know that. Uh, I believe were were you considered or were you an academic all American at, at West Point? No, I don't I don't I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't I don't think I don't think I don't think it was that good. I don't think I was that good of a student. You know, I was in the threes. GPA, but I was not. Uh, I was not one of the top, top, top guys. You know, by any yeah, means. Yeah. The um. But uh, yeah. So, uh, the the transition, watching you transition from offensive tackle. Well, first off, how did? Because I wasn't there your DN year. Yeah, I was just told you played DN your freshman year. But 
who was it? Was it Coach Brock or who said, "Okay, you're going to be an offensive tackle now"? And did that happen in the spring, or did you get told at camp you were going to do that? My first training camp, I did it as a defensive end. I learned all the drills, and then as I remember, that's the time that I got introduced to American football. Everybody yelling at you doing drills. You have to do them 100. <laughs> they, 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 they create. They create the pits of one-on-one. You know, you start learning about one-on-one football and doing that drill and the absolute panic that it is to do that in front of all your peers. One-on-ones, when you play when you play a lot and you do one-on-ones, it's a, one person either wins really good or the other person loses really bad, you know? Yeah, the, so, the, best, the best meme I've seen is the drill that makes more basketball players out of football players than any other. It's the one-on-one. It's the one-on-ones exactly. So I got to learn all that stuff, you know, and I got the I got to experience the the trench life. Uh, but playing defensive end re- does require a lot of aggressiveness. It requires a lot of mean and evil in you. A mean and evil defensive end is a good one, you know. Uh, I would say, especially if you start looking at the big picture of of American football. You know, in the '90s, you know that's kind of like the the, the the type of brand that, that that you needed to have as a as a defensive player. So that evolved into the 2000s where we played, and you know, guys like Ray Lewis, you know, that was a standard sort of for playing the middle linebacker position. And uh, for playing the end, you know, I just didn't, I don't, I didn't, I don't think I, I don't think I, I cared enough about doing as much of the dirty work constantly all the time, you know. Of, chasing plays if you're not going to make the tackle and whatnot. So I think that that part of the game didn't register on me as a defensive end. But I but I did enjoy the 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 process of uh, maybe trying to trying to stop somebody from from getting to the quarterback. So I used to help the DNs a lot. I used to help Nick Emmons, uh, who was a, a, one of our teammates as well, try to try to improve his password skills. And so I would actually try really hard instead of giving him a look, I would try really, really hard. And try to beat him because he was also my friend. So we had that competitive uh, mm-hmm. spirit between us. We were really good friends, and we were able to compete. And I would get to play offensive tackle, and he would get to play DN. And I think that that, that dynamic started making football uh, fun again because football in the trenches sometimes can be extremely boring and frustrating. And then uh, after that, after that, uh, that that spring, that, that my my spring year, I started playing tackle. So I played a year of tackle. Um, did, didn't really get to play much. Jason Johnson was ahead of me on the on the depth chart. <laughs> Jason Johnson was a starter, uh, and uh, and I was just playing. I was just learning. I was I was actually hanging out with my now brother-in-law Joe Muldoon all the time. And so for me, football still wasn't that wasn't that exciting. And then one day, you know, finally, I think my 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 junior year, uh, I think it was one of those situations where they expected me to take that that position and, and play left tackle. And then they were going to put Jason Johnson at right tackle. And that was that was going to be like the – and then uh, Brandon Cox and Mike Fleming and Tyson Quink. I mean, I think that was that, that, that was that was our all line. And uh, and so that junior year, then I played I played offensive line and left tackle, you know, all, all the whole season. And then the, and then Coach Frock got fired, unfortunately, you know, because you know, we, we're not very – I mean, we're not very good. We're not a very good football team. Yeah, I was there um, the night, uh, the day of practice when they they were changing over the wide receiver. I think uh, that's probably yeah, that was that was right. I started playing O lineman for Rich Ellerson, but he didn't like that I was so tall, and so he he thought that maybe I could get a chance 
to play a wide receiver, but my future on the football team was not very safe. I think that uh, maybe I was, uh, you know, I, I would have to say that I was very, I was very surprised my senior year, of, uh, you know, at Army football that I was, I was more popular than I thought I was, you know, on a team as, as a teammate, you know, because I got voted captain. I never thought I would ever get voted captain of the football team. Uh, and especially going into a senior year where I'm playing receiver uh, and, you know, like there's no, there's no guarantee of any success whatsoever. You know, I might, when you make a transition from offensive line to wide receiver, the expectations that the player is going to probably drop a lot of balls and he's probably going to not be able to pick it up or play in space. And at that moment, it's going to just be best to go on the bench and to never, ever play again. And so I thought that was going to be my, my fate. Once I stopped playing offensive lineman and, you know, they, they voted me captain somehow. I don't know why, uh, maybe because I was a senior also uh, that year. And, 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 and I, well, I, I mean, was one I of can, the only. I can, I can speak to that is there is a really, well, kind of what you talked about when they talk about you moving a tackle, right? There was no other option at left tackle your junior year, Ali. Like, they basically – you were going to play whether you are good or not, and we were just going to win or lose, fail, whatever. Because as I remember it, you know, me, of course, you know, all I cared about was the defense, and I was the biggest – I was one of the biggest, you know, assholes on the field every time we played one-on-ones. But I, I, I remember Coach Brock being like, look, you're playing left tackle – and you're the only one that I've got going to be playing there. So yeah, it could, be, it could be, yeah, it could be a situation like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know why I started. I don't think, you know, now looking back, you know, how big the football team is at Army. You know, that's one of the, it's one of the, the, the things that, that, that maybe you know, I don't think about it as much because I'm, I was, I'm really good friends still with everybody. But being able to play a game at Army football, become a starter, was very. It was very, it was very rare. So I never thought in my entire uh, time I would ever get to start, you know, or get to ever play because more, 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 you know, the, the most army football players don't ever get to start in their careers, you know. And so that's a, that's a because it's, the roster was so big when we were when we were playing. I think we had almost it was like 120 players. Yeah, maybe one, one, it was uh, 135 my freshman year. I remember that. Right, 140 and whatnot. So most I was, players... uh, I was the the I was on the I depth so a b c d e f g h i linebacker that's where i started right uh, i started the same way i started sixth sixth right end behind yeah. david shore so yeah david not even, shore. there's not even there wasn't even i mean it was just like look you got three reps and you better make those three <laughs> reps work see i wouldn't even get three reps of practice that's the crazy thing i would i would you know my first my first year playing football at west point i spent most of the time on the sidelines talking to my teammates about something completely unrelated to football. So it was a social hour for me for three hours. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I know those practices were long. They weren't at least coach Ellison. We had periods and it was like an hour and a half. And then we did film. I mean, those practices used to be long under coach. Used to be so we never, long. we never, we didn't come down the hill until <laughs> woo, it'd be like eight thirty, nine o'clock. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I mean, I would but spend also, most Ali, I think another thing is like you, you've already said multiple times, everybody's your friend. You still keep up with everybody. Um, and that's another reason why you were voted captain. But we saw a 335 pound offensive tackle at the end of the season turn into about a 275, 285 wide receiver by the beginning of next season. 
No, right? no, no. So that's that's where you get the timeline wrong. I was a tackle <laughs> and I got voted captain, and then immediately after that they switched me to wide receiver. So basically, you know, they were trying to make this move as a as a way of uh, they were trying to make this move as a way of kind of like weaning me out of the team. You know, sort of like I. There was a lot of my classmates that didn't didn't stay in the in the program. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most of, when Rich Ellison came, there was a purge of players. Yes. And so I thought I would be safe because I play left tackle. But we were three and a million. It's not like we were in a, a, a good football team. Regardless, any coach would have come and said that left tackle is too tall for the triple option. He cannot get veer through blocks or whatever. Or we need somebody that's got better leverage. So I didn't think I was going to play. Um, tackle for his system and then I didn't think I was going to play any other position and so that's when the wide receiver thing came in as a maybe he can catch the ball in the end zone and 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 and, and, and you know somehow some way I was able to manage to play the whole year at receiver for that system and yeah we were telling uh, we were telling the the Iowa State first and goal <laughs> on the one story last night <laughs> where we yeah were, right huh so it was crazy. It was crazy that I was that I, that I was that I was other playing football games at receiver, but then again, you know, and this is something that everybody else had on the football team that I did not have. I did not know what it was like to play games that mattered or they were watched by more than your parents. And so, when I was at Army football, I never, you know, once you played a football game, I was immediately thinking about going back to my room and working on my homework. You know, I was immediately thinking like, okay, maybe tonight I'll treat myself and I'll watch a movie. You know, that that was a Saturday night at West Point after a win or a loss. You know, there was not that much difference uh, in your daily life, whether you won or lost. You know, maybe Sal was going to write something negative that I was never going to read because I would never read anything. Hey, 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 hey. I didn't know. I didn't know that football had followings. You know, it's not until I got to the NFL and I was like, "Holy smokes!" When you lose a game, everybody just goes crazy, you know, and everybody just wants to attack, and everybody just wants to talk and 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 say things that go the most viral by increasing all the negativity in the world. So when I was playing Army football, I never really had that sense of urgency. You know, even you know, and this is me looking back now that I've played football for a little longer because. You know, Army football was first year that I'm playing football in my life. You know, maybe I played a, a year at a park in, in Europe, which is has nothing to do with, with 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 the culture of American football. So Army Navy for me, you know, Army Navy game was the, a chance to go out. That's all I can remember. It's like, man, how exciting am I to play Army Navy game that I get to go out one week? I mean, Navy was so much better than we were. So for me to, you know, everybody would always ask, are you going to beat Navy? Are you going to be beat Navy? And I was like, <laughs> you know, we're not going to beat Navy, you know, but I'm getting a chance to go out and hang out with my friends once a year because the rest of the time I spend in this place, uh, working really hard, doing homework, and, and not really having a chance to, you know, to maybe live the life that, that, that I thought I was going to live. So, uh, hey, you, you became a really good receiver in one year, man. You were like towing the sidelines and stuff by the end of the year. Or that army yeah, because game that part, because because playing receiver is fun. Playing receiver is a, is a, you know, to anybody that plays football, if they give you the chance to play receiver, it is the best position that there is. I mean, you're catching I mean, the it's, ball. It's kind of like you know, it, it's like a lineman's dream. You know, 
It's uh, it's anyone's dream. When you think about playing football, you want to be the scoring the touchdowns, spiking the ball, whatever it might be, you know. So I, yeah, <laughs> I thought playing I thought playing receiver, you know, I'm very disappointed that when I got to the NFL, they put me at they put me at a uh, at offensive lineman because I would have loved to have a career playing tight end or playing something that that, would, that involves the game of catching and touching the football. You know, that's you gotta, I think that you got to convince uh, Coach Harbaugh to run the tackle eligible, man. Yeah, no, no, but but those, you know, those plays now is like, you know, I got, I got my hands throbbing in pain all the time. It's not like I can put my tight little slick gloves, you know. It's, it's different now. Yeah, the um, uh, just watching, um, you know, because me and Ali kind of have our our paths crossed again down at uh. Savannah, he was at, uh, he was in 175. What are you, Yes, right. You got me into the NFL. This is crazy. You got me into the NFL. <laughs> Let's you know, talk about uh, that. Me, me and Ali kind of ha- have that brotherly bond where, you know, I tried out for the NFL in, in 2014. And, uh, you know, me and him were in the same area. So we, we linked up one time on, on Tybee Island. And I was like, come on, man. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're five years are coming up. You need to try out too. And he's like, nah, dude, I don't have. I don't have the ability, you know, it's, you know, basically talking like how he is about army football where he's like, you know, I, look, I've never played before, you know, it's, and uh, um, I was like, look, man, if I'm trying out, you can try out. And, and, you know, of course, you know, we all know the, the story where Ali goes and tries out plays for the Eagles a little bit. Um, then the Steelers sign him. Um, and he has, he has a great four years with the Steelers and now he's with the Ravens, which is, which is my favorite team, so it's awesome watching him. But I was with the, I was the rate with the Steelers for seven years. Crazy. This is my eighth year in the NFL. It's it's yeah. My, it blows my mind sometimes <laughs> to think about the days that we were in Savannah, Georgia, and you were you were running forties and you were timing me. I was about like five four. <laughs> I had a <laughs> I had a rock march. I had a, so the day that I did my 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 mini my uh whatever the the. Uh, regional combine. I had I did my regional combine in Atlanta, and uh, man, this is so funny. On Monday, I had a 20 mile ruck march around Fort Pulaski with my platoon, and because we got back from Afghanistan and we were trying to do PT, and we did 20 miles, and because we wanted to know if we could do it all straight with heavy rucksacks, you know, typical meathead mentality. Let's do a 20 miler, and I remember after the 20 miler, we got two kegs of beer. And we just got smashed and started wrestling each other, you know. And then you guys, three did days, you guys end up on? Did you guys end up on Tybee? Yeah, but you know we didn't realize because we were coming from Afghanistan. When you, no, we were just doing that road that's next to the Savannah River on, on yeah. Fort Pulaski, and we did that for twenty miles. But when you're when you're walking flat, is not hard at all. You know, it really isn't that challenge. Hiking in Savannah is not challenging. It's when you have the mountains that you're like, oh wow, this is this is crazy. But that Friday, so that, we did that on a Monday, and that Friday, uh, I drove to Atlanta. I stayed at one of my another Greg Spencer, another Army football player uh, yeah. that, that I met that showed me the United States. And I stayed at his parents' house. We ate a big steak dinner, and then the next morning I showed up and tried to do the forty-yard run with uh, with our Army PT gear uh, out of the super the regional combat. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I ran a five-four, and you know I I didn't realize. Now, I mean, now looking back, when we had the chance to do this, these super regional combines, I mean, I'm a I'm a thousand percent sure that 
you know, NFL Network or HBO or one of these channels would be doing like a like a, like a TV show on who goes to these combines. Because when I went there, there was a 45 year old man. There were bartenders. I mean, there was the crowd that would go to these combines was crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, crazy. Uh, when I, I went, I went to the one in uh, Baltimore at uh, in Owens Mills. Um, and it was the same deal. Like, hey, what do you do? What do you do? He's like, oh man. Man, I gotta get this. I can't go back to working at the airport, man. Right. Can't do it. <laughs> That's and what I, I'm saying. Like, what do you, and I'm like, yeah, I'm an I'm an army, you know, I'm an army officer right now. I graduated. They're like, oh, dude, you have like an actual job? And I'm like, yeah, like um, yeah. There's this, there's this, uh, and one guy who's yeah, like you say, he's 45 years old, pulled his hamstring on the 40, man. It it was like, it literally was like the end of his world. He was like, I'm done. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. It, you know, to me. To me, the, the, the fact that, you know, my football journey has taken me through so many highs and lows and so many different experiences, but to summarize it in just that first initial showing up at a regional combine and talking to the people around you about your future aspirations to the NFL, putting your cleats on, you know, lining up to run the 40, you know, the warm-up that you do, five minutes, you know, I thought that. I thought I was a little crazy right now what you were doing, you know. I really thought I was a little crazy. And I, and I don't know why. Something 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 said, man, man, you know, I I didn't do I didn't do it with a single ounce of uh maybe how do I explain it? I I, I feel I feel very stupid the whole time that I was there. And I thought yeah, that maybe had, it would well, be, I, I think, it would mean, be a story that I'll be able to tell my friends. How I tried out one time, just kind of like, just kind of like somebody does an open mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for a comedy well, I story. Mean, even when, even when we finally talked, and I told you I was doing it, and you were, you know, I convinced you to at least try. You were like, well, you know, I got zero expectations. You know, you just kind of, you kind, the way you kind of presented it to me was that, you know, I'll go do this, but there's no way this is going to work out. And of course. Uh, it, you know, the rest is history, but it's, it just, there, it was just, there, uh, there, there, there is, is crazy. I don't understand how I played in the NFL. How, how Holly, we went, we went quite a while without talking. And I called you last year when I was down on the Southwest border mission as a company commander. And I was like, Ali, what's up, man? What's new? And you're like, dude, it's so easy. It's so weird. You're calling me today. You know, the Steelers are, are, you know, are releasing me. <laughs> and you're like, how'd you know that? Do you oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know that. Yeah, they didn't release me. It was just my time to my time to leave. You know, I just played my whole contract. Uh, but no, yeah, it's, it, 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 I remember that you, you and I have always kept in touch through the years, and because of the Maryland area, because of um, you know just Army football, being in Savannah, whatever it might be, and uh, it's always been crazy to me to talk to you because it reminds me of that time when we were together trying out for the NFL. And and how we, you know, as Army football players, we grew up with um, I wouldn't say frustration, but we grew up with the the question of of how good you were if you never got a look from NFL teams. You know, that that was like sort of like the where Army football getting invited to a rookie mini camp was like a big deal. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Now that I'm in the NFL, I was like, that's the dumbest deal ever. To get invited to a rookie minicamp means nothing. It just means you're going to get free shorts. You're going to get a chance to run some routes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then that, they, like the chances of somebody from a rookie minicamp tryout, you know, to, to be able to get in, 
I don't know. It's crazy when I I never I never I never look back. I never look back at how I got to the NFL. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's it's silly to talk about it because nobody really knows except for you, Josh McNary. You know what I mean? The guys that were around me in that general, Colin Mooney as well. You know, uh, Caleb Campbell. Like that that was that crossing into the NFL, taking that leap was such a such a weird sort of. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It was just a weird. It was. It was. It was a tough barrier that we all had. You know. Yeah, it was all football it, players. Yeah, it was. It, that's exactly what it was. It was because, you know, at the time, you you know, you had to do five or you had to do two or you had to, you know, like, you know, like, look, you're never gonna gain your step back after going to ranger school. You know, you're never gonna gain your step back after doing a twenty mile ruck march. You know what I mean? Right. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that, like, it just doesn't. You know, you're never gonna. You know, the army is such a different kind of physical fitness uh, compared to football. That, um, you know, but it does create mental toughness. That you know, I would say that maybe I didn't have in football. I just had a kind of an asshole mentality that that kind of carried me through. But the army actually made me, you know, more mentally tough. Um, which helps, you know, obviously in for football. sure, for sure. I think that's the that's the only, if any, that's the only quality that I can have as a as, a, as an offensive tackle. I'm, I'm probably too tall to play the position. You know what I mean? But at least that you have that sort of, you know, if you want something that bad, like you want Ranger School, for example. You know what I mean? Like, what are you willing to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and and Ranger School is like, well, I'm willing to give you everything that I have physically for however many days. You know, however many days it takes, I'll be out here. Screaming the Ranger Creed every day, doing push-ups, setups, whatever. Whatever yeah, it is that you want to do. What do you yeah, want me yeah. to carry today, boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's crazy, man. Like that, yeah. Going into the NFL was especially through you, you know, through the 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 positivity and the the high spirited individual that you always are. You know what I mean? It was a very uh, I don't know. It's a very nostalgic time to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, it's awesome. It's awesome watching days. you on uh, on Sundays. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, but we do have, um, unfortunately, you know, we lost the Navy this year. Kind of sucks. Uh, really bad. Me and Sal went on it a little longly yesterday talking about it, but yeah, you know, what, what, um, you know, you, you know what it's like, um, to have your last college football game as a, as a Navy loss. Um, and kind of what, you know, you, you're one of the rare people that got to play football again to where that didn't have to be your last game. Um, and then obviously I lost the Navy, but at least we had a bowl game to kind of, uh, you know, cover that wound for the rest of my career. So, um, these seniors have a chance, to to get back against Mizzou and on December 22nd, um, down in doubt or down in uh, Fort Worth at the armed forces bowl. So definitely look forward to, to watching that game. Uh, what, what day is that? What day is the 22nd? Wow. That, you, you got me there. I think it's a Wednesday. The Wednesday, yeah, it's so a Wednesday. Def- yeah, definitely. What? What? Uh, yeah, definitely gonna be watching that on a Wednesday. I'll be on Christmas leave, thank goodness. So there you go. Are you going down there or no? I don't know. My wife kind of gave me the the go ahead, but I don't think it's. I think that was like a fake go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> we know how that is. We know. But how that is. Um, Ali playing playing with the Ravens, right? Um, so. Uh, you know, you guys are right there. You fucking number one in the division, brother. Congratulations on that. You got what? Four games? Four games to close out the season. We got one game this week. That's all I care about. <laughs> That's right, baby. That's right. 
What's it been well, like uh, playing with like Lamar Jackson this year? Has there been any adjustment for you playing with a quarterback that's at mobile? Yeah, of course. Or well, there's a lot of adjustments in everything. The playbook, the you know the the Steelers only had maybe 14 plays. You know they they, they just didn't have that many plays, and so it's it's a, it's a very this is this is and this is it's just different culture. So has it been the same? Nothing's been the same. You know what I mean? There hasn't been a single thing other than you know, the uniform that we wear, you know, ironically, that is the same. Everything else is completely different. So it's an awesome experience, for sure. I've, I've, re- I've really enjoyed, the, you know, the, my time with the organization. What was it like going back to Pittsburgh and, and playing there? I think if that weekend I would have married my sister, it would have been less weird than playing, <laughs> than playing in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, but it was it was cool to, I mean, you know, you look at it just like the army. You know, what I mean, it's kind of like the the you know, what's like going going back to Fort Benning. You know, it's it's you get those feelings of time and space all wrapped around, and you know, the images that you're seeing and you're trying to make sense of life. You know, and it's crazy. You know, going back to Pittsburgh was was a crazy experience, but not not playing. Not not playing the team, you know. There was a it was a horrible loss, terrible loss by one point. You know, God, last play. Um, obviously, you know, it, you know, it's not like it wasn't a. It was it was what you expect for a Ravens, uh, Steelers game. Um, but the the experience of going back to Pittsburgh was more powerful, in my, you know, for me than. Than, than the game of football, you know, I had I had all four of my kids there. I got, I moved in with, with my wife after the army. You know, I was still I was. We landed at the airport, and as soon as you land in the uh, Pittsburgh airport, you look across and there's the army reserve center that I worked at when I first got there. So that was the last time I wore my uniform, you know, and uh, and everything is memories. And so that that part was that part was strange, but the game itself was you know just like any other game. Awesome man. Yeah, I mean, we, we really appreciate having you, you you coming on here tonight, Ali. It's been great catching up, man. You guys probably could talk forever about your experiences, you know, at West Point and like like you say, chasing the NFL dream, right? And uh man, it's been fun. Um, yeah, I, I was just um you know wondering when just when you you're at West Point, right? Um you were recruited at, were you recruited to play like a tight end position or did they just, you said they just threw you at defensive end, right? I mean, or what, yeah, what, yeah. Seemed like you put, they, what, what was that all about? Yeah, I don't know. I just showed up to the team and uh, I showed up the first day of, of training, of training. I got a beast summer or whatever. And they looked at me and they, they say, you're going to play defensive end. And here's, here's your, the, another person that's playing defensive end, Victor Giddy and Nick Emmons. They were my classmates, and I was like, "All right, let's go." And so that 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 sort of became like my working group in the weight room, in meetings or whatnot, practice. And so uh, that was it. I mean, I didn't I didn't think too much about it to be honest. Uh, I wish I would have been a tight end. I wish I would have been something else, something different. But you know, who cares? At the end of the day, you know, for me, showing up at West Point was such a huge change in my life that football would have taken up it would have been very difficult for me to show up to West Point and say, wow, the craziest thing that's happening to me right now is 
this position, you know, that I'm playing. Like, there's no way, you know, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing life at another in another dimension yeah. when I show up to West Point, <laughs> you know. So it's it's not it's not like uh it's not like I really care too much. It's not like I call my dad so they could talk to the recruiting coach. You know, what I mean, like nobody nobody was. I understand now that the recruiting process is such a huge part of college football. I did not understand that at all. Because I showed up to work because I thought people want to go play for these teams. They just have to sort through the players that want to apply and pick the best. You know, that's how I thought recruiting worked. Now that I understand the coaches have to go and basically meet with the families and go see them and, and, and constantly keep up with them during the recruiting process to make sure that they sign, to make sure that they don't go somewhere else. Now that I, that, that I understand that part, I can see how the players then have a relationship with that specific coach to be able to get answers. Like if you're not playing or if you're not doing this, or you can go talk to that coach and he'll give you a chance, give you a couple reps one week, see if you can catch the ball, whatever. Uh, I didn't have any of that. You know, I just, I was out there just trying to figure it out, you know, trying to, you know, listen to the new music that was being played in the weight room and, and the new <laughs> the stuff that we were doing <laughs> in the locker room, you know, after <laughs> practice and whatnot. Uh, that's, that's all. That's all. Fishing. I was fishing at Lusk Reservoir every day after practice. That's all I, you know, I was so excited <laughs> when I was in class. I was like, man, I'm going to go catch a big bass. <laughs> oh, man. And now you're, you uh, started the path kind of again for um, Army football players to play in the NFL. And now there's, uh, what, um, five guys there getting a chance to play in the NFL. And, I mean, we were talking about before the podcast. That's something that to be proud of, right? To have what Army football players representing West Point in the NFL. A bunch of these young guys are getting their chances, and uh, it's 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 really, I mean, kind of kind of following following the way you did it, Ollie. No, no, no. It has nothing to do. I mean, again, we talked about the NFL. The NFL was two lieutenants talking to each other in the middle of Savannah. You know, seeing if you can throw a rock and it can hit. <laughs> You know, I mean, the lottery. The NFL was not a passion because football, you know, what I'm trying to say is that football was never a passion when I was at Army football. You know, it, it wasn't a passion that that, that I had. Um, you know, it's, it's not like I can regret it. I didn't know any better. You know, it took me years of understanding how much you have to love the game of football for it to be played the way that it should. You know, it's, it's not something that can come naturally, especially because I didn't really grow up playing sports. Um, I played a little bit of rugby right before I came to Belgium, and so in, in rugby was kind of the same thing. It was a very social sport. You had the third third time, you know, after the game, you go drink beers with with the other team and whatnot. That's un, that's unconceivable here in the United States. That after a game, you would go have beers with the, like the Ravens and the Steelers would have beers after a game <laughs> or lose by one point. You know, that's crazy. But that's how I thought about. It. That's that, that, that you know that that's that, that was my mindset, and so. It was, it was a crazy opportunity that I had to play in the NFL, but it was not my path. And the guys that are playing right now in the NFL from Army football, those are guys that were recruited because they were phenomenal football players and they wanted to serve and they wanted to you know be at the academy, which is an incredible challenge. And then they went and they had amazing football seasons and they beat great teams and they played and they beat Navy and they did it very well. And the players deserve the credit from those great victories are the ones that are in the NFL right now. And those, and that's why they're there. They're representing the program. You know, it has nothing to do with me. I think my story is is a little is, is more comical than anything. You know, the fact that I ended up playing in the NFL. 
know, for the for the Ravens. <laughs> Love watching when he was, you know, growing up here in Maryland. Oh man, they're I'm you know I'm diehard Ravens fan, so it's a double double win for me. Right, right, mm. right. No doubt. Last one, Ali. What's it like when you go back to West Point? I know Coach Munkin's been asked you back a couple times for an honorary captain or just to talk to the team. What's that been like, and how is that brotherhood, you know, uh, with the younger players? Yeah, you know what? It's it's tough to have it's tough to have a brotherhood with the younger players. If I think you have, I think the Army brotherhood exists with the players that you were there. With, you know, mm-hmm. when you were playing. You know, like me and Steve. You know, we've been able to experience West Point and having to go. I mean, the things that you enjoy as a football player, getting, seeing each other at dinner, you know, for whatever dinner and, 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 and giving each other looks, you know, when we're at the tables waiting for somebody to tell us to sit down, uh, having classes together or seeing each other in the same company. I think that's army football is, is the fact that you, you go with your classmates, you do Buckner, you do Beast and you do all those things. You go to CTLT and you go to Fort Knox, you know, with your, 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 your buddies, you know, army football as, as, as it pertains to the younger generations and whatnot. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that they consider me and that they bring me and then they invite me to speak to the team. Uh, I don't have as much relationship as I, as I, as I, as I, as I, as I, as I probably uh, would love to have with, with the, the realm of NFL players uh, throughout the years, uh, maybe the Army golf outing, one out, you know, things like that. I, I, I wish, I wish I could do more of that. Uh, but when I go back to West Point, it's back to the basics. It's, man, I wonder if anybody's been fishing my bass here at Lusk Reservoir. You know what I mean? I gotta ask Nick from the equipment room if any of these players that have come through the, you know, 15 years as I graduated, you know, has been bothering my pet bass. So. Uh, <laughs> It's an amazing opportunity every single time I go. It's crazy that uh, that the program is is doing so well, and that people have so much pride in Army football, and it's definitely reinvigorating all the grads and all the uh, uh, the football world, uh, the, the Army football nation. Um, but you know, for me, the, the 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 times and the nostalgia that comes is, is is from my from my classmates, the guys that I'm that I'm still very good friends with, and that uh that I, that I shared. Uh, so many good memories in the time I was there. No doubt. No, Steve, this has been great to catch up with Ali, right? And uh, we, Ali, thanks for taking the time here tonight. I know you, you're very busy. We really appreciate it. And uh, uh, man, maybe maybe we can reunite the teammates again down the road. So, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, Ali, say hi to the fam, man. Best of luck on uh, on Sunday and uh, go Ravens. Thanks, man. Appreciate All you guys. Right.